The Trade Union Congress ran the Racism at Work survey in late 2016, early 2017. Almost 5,200 people took part. In late 2017, I was part of a team that was commissioned to analyse the survey. In September 2018, we submitted our Racism Ruins Life report to the TUC. Our statistical analysis of the survey told us that over 70% of Asian and black workers had experienced racial harassment at work in the last five years. Not only this, around 60% of Asian and black workers and almost 40% of participants from a mixed heritage background reported that they had been subjected to unfair treatment by their employer because of their race. Furthermore, 11% of black, Asian and mixed heritage employees also stated that they had been subjected to racist violence at work. Once we crunched the numbers, we spent several months analysing over 4,800 responses given in response to the survey's open-ended questions. And it was not long before a number of striking themes started to emerge. Whether directed at black, Asian, Jewish, Muslim, Irish, Roma, Gypsy and traveller workers, the personal statements confirm that workplace racism today continues to be underpinned by the kinds of racial thinking that were once staple features of British colonialism, slavery and scientific racism, namely the dehumanisation of these groups of workers as subhuman, intellectually inferior and belonging to places characterised as dirty, wild, savage, uncivilised and backwards. These ideas influence who gets hired, who gets fired, who gets trained and who gets promoted. The TUC survey also reinforces the need to understand how racism overlaps and relates to other forms of domination and oppression. In fact, many people used the survey to report how their experiences of racism overlapped with sexism, homophobia, transphobia, disabledism and class discrimination. For many people, things had become considerably worse since the EU referendum and Donald Trump being elected as President of the United States. Racist ideas had been legitimised. People subscribing to those ideas had been emboldened. Racism had become more overt and more explicit. We had returned to the 1960s and 1970s. The TUC survey also draws attention to the many ways that workplace racism has, has an effect on people's physical and mental health. This included reports of stress, depression, anxiety, panic attacks and suicidal feelings, as well as a considerable number of people either going on sick leave or feeling compelled to leave their job. Not only this, many participants used their personal statements to powerfully outline the multiple and cumulative ways racism had impacted on their lives both inside and outside the workplace. Black History Month 2018 coincided with the 50th anniversary of the introduction of the Race Relations Amendment Act in 1968, which outlawed, among other things, racial discrimination in employment. And yet the Racism Ruins Life report confirms, once again, that racism remains a widespread and endemic feature of everyday working life in Britain. Our report shines a light on the personal, structural and institutional nature of contemporary workplace racism. It raises serious questions about the adherence to existing public sector equality duties. And despite the fanfare that greeted Theresa May's 
race disparity audit and the McGregor-Smith review, the current government, like its predecessors, are holding steadfast to non-interventionist, non-regulatory orthodoxy. This is not a neutral act. It is a political standpoint which guarantees that racism will remain an integral part of everyday working life in this country for a long time to come. The sort of piecemeal reforms that we have seen since the introduction of the Race Relations Amendment Act in 1968 cannot be allowed to continue if workplace racism and racial inequality in the labour market are to be eradicated in our lifetime. Instead, significant structural and institutional upheaval is urgently required. So too is a sustained programme of anti-racist educational work. If we do not undertake this task, what happens when 2068 comes around? Will we still be confronting the same issues that should have been resolved in 1968?